In this episode of Daily Cyber, we're going to be talking about the core foundation of cybersecurity and also Disney Plus first day live got hacked. So let's talk about, you know, what happened there and really kind of look at how we can prevent this going forward. So let's hack at it. Okay, so like I said, I'm really excited about this episode. A uh, lot of great information uh, we're going to be covering. So let's first talk about Disney Plus and its compromise. So I wrote a few notes here uh, on in my iPad. So you, if you're watching this, you're going to see me reading a few things. Uh, so let's go over what exactly happened. So on November 12th, uh, Disney Plus went live. Uh, on that same day, uh, they got compromised. Uh, hijackers hijacked Disney Plus accounts are being sold online just hours after Disney's new streaming service launched. Uh, reports have claimed many of these stolen accounts are being offered uh, for free on hijacking forms or available for sale with prices ranging from $3 to $11, despite the fact that the legitimate Disney Plus subscriptions only cost $7. Uh, what happened was... Uh, from what I'm reading, and I got this from techradar.com, and I'll, I'll have the link below so you guys can read the article. Uh, the hijackers behind these accounts uh, takeovers were able to mo uh, monopolize quickly to steal Disney's Plus account credentials and make them available for sale online. The suggestions uh, that they were either gain either uh, to these accounts by either using leaked credentials from past data breaches or using info uh, by stealing, uh, using by like malware. Uh, hacker forms now have thousands of uh, Disney Plus accounts available for sale, uh, but Znet also discovered the, that some forms were giving away these credentials for free so that the hackers community could use and share them with others. So, as you know, uh, or you maybe you're learning, a lot of these membership sites, streaming sites, don't have two-factor authentication, right? And then I know we're going to be talking with us in the future. And if you look at some of my previous uh, videos, uh, talking about true passwords, decentralized authentication. So that next step up of authentication. So two-factor authentication is, is something you know, something you are, something you have, right? Using any of those in combination, right? One or, or like using at least two of the combination. Uh, something you know is like a password, something you are is like biometrics, things like that. Something you have is uh, like a key fob or something that generates uh, code for you. And when a lot of them now you're starting to see with uh, on just thinking like Google's authenticator where it generates this code every 60 seconds so that you can plug in. So you're starting to see these two-factor authentications, you know, more and more prevalent on websites, on different solutions, but it's still very low when it comes to the need for it. And then on top of that, you know, you have now a higher level of authentication, which is two-factor, or sorry, true passwordless decentralized authentication, which is removing the storage of these passwords on uh, centralized, centralized location. And why is this important? So why are we talking about this? Well, it's because these hackers are getting access by people using common passwords across multiple platforms. Uh, like you heard with malware. Uh, so they're sending out something that's clickbaitable that you kind of go, Oh my God, there's this, 
you know, events, shoes, shopping, Black Friday's coming up, like all this great stuff. And then what happens is you click on it and then all of a sudden malware is installed onto your system. So there could be a key logger uh, or something running in the background. Then what happens is now next time you log into the to a site, it actually records each key you're hitting. So uppercase, lowercase, special characters, you name it, and it's recording and it's sending back to the person that sent that malware to you. So then these people are getting compromised that way. Now, don't get me wrong. Like they said, they could be from a previous breach that's happened before. And then people are just using the same password. They haven't reset it. Companies maybe not have notified them that, hey, you know, you, we've been breached. Reset your password. Uh, something that's unique. That's not similar to the rest of your passwords across your platform. And I talk about this is because we're still having the same conversation that one of the biggest compromises is people. Right, that we get compromised, right? That we are might not be thinking because we're busy, we're doing something, and we click on something that we know we shouldn't have, but then we click on it and then it's too late. And it's like, oh, I know I shouldn't have clicked on that. So we're still making errors that way. And this is another reason why you're seeing more and more education when it comes to cybersecurity and cybersecurity awareness. It's just constantly this information that's getting out there and this is why for me doing these podcasts and sharing this is why i'm trying to provide as much value is because i know that the pain of being compromised hearing stories when people email me and you know i wish i could have you know stopped it i wish i I remembered not to do this you know i wish someone would have told me well this is why i'm doing this is to help to remind people and keep that you know front of mind is when you're using all this great technology is how to stay protected. So how can we prevent this? Right? So when you sign up for accounts as a user, if you don't see a two-factor authentication set up on in the back in the settings and the accounts, then make your password as complicated as as possible, right? 20 to 25 characters, something that you're not going to remember. Right, something that you have to write down in a secure location. So if that means that you have to write it in a notebook in your private office, or if that means that you have to put it in some sort of you know password uh, logger. Now, just be careful of that. Those some of those have been compromised, uh, but I mean, there's you know you can encrypt you know those tools that will encrypt your password. And again, I would remind you to use different passwords for each platform uh, to stay secure. So these are just some strategies. I'm not going to go into too much about password strategies in this podcast, but these are saying things that you can think about right now is, you know, your complexity of your password. And yes, one of the debates is, oh my God, it's so complicated. I just wish it was easy. And then people use single sign on and people use different, um, solutions in the sense of they have one password and they might put you know a number at the the end of it so they every time they change their password and they have to maybe a password policy to reset it they make it instead of one now it's two instead of two now it's three but what happens is if anyone gets that one password and that's the same one you use now they can go to any other platform you're using that password if it's your social sites is your bank account if it's your username and password for work um if you have shopping online they can walk through all your platforms now with that password and finding your username potentially is not not that hard in this day and age because a lot of times uh, these accounts are asking for your email address well your email address can be scrubbed online to find out if your email address is valid or not 
right? So if it's a work email address, it's a personal email address. If it's like a Gmail, it's not that hard to find in this day and age of people being so connected right, online. So just be very careful when you're doing this. And this is Disney Plus is just a prime example of, you know, how vulnerable we are. So I want to kind of hit that home, uh, talk about that news. I know more and more compromises are coming up. And and as I do these podcasts, I'm going to keep talking about the news and just talking about strategies and what the things that we need to think about right, as users of the platform, but also as professionals. And I'm surprised that Disney as a corporation didn't think about two-factor authentication when they have, I think they were saying roughly about a million users you know, sign up for these accounts. They didn't have them use two-factor authentication to authenticate and have a certain level of security, right? So it's just surprising at this day and age that security is still lower down the totem pole when it comes to this CIA, confidentiality, data integrity, and availability. When you're looking at security, they're looking at availability, right, and accessibility, and, oh, well, you can get it, and you can get it on your iPad and your iPhone. You can look watch on your, you know, your smart TV. You can get it anywhere you want, and it's so easy to use, but they don't look at the integrity of the accounts and the confidentiality. And then I'm going to go into that now, talking about the core foundation uh, of cybersecurity. And some things that we need to look at is kind of, the, I, I want to write down kind of the top five things that we have to look at when we're looking at the core of uh, cybersecurity is uh, personal security and physical security, protecting people, right? That's one of the core foundations that you have to think about is, you know, when you rank the highest priority is people, right? Is making sure people are safe, right? And then you're looking at risk management. You know, what's the potential risk of an incident, right? Of a breach, of a compromise. Uh, then business continuity when you're looking at the actual business because majority of the time when you're looking at, and I'm going to say business continuity as well as, you know, personal continuity. So when you're looking at making sure that your systems are up, Right? Doesn't mean if it's your personal email, if it's your work email. Uh, it when we're talking in cybersecurity, a lot of times it leans towards the business aspect of it because there potentially could be a financial financial loss, and that financial loss can be down, like not just monetary that you've lost money, but it could be downtime. So you lose productivity, uh, you lose data information that you have to recreate. Uh, there's ransomware, so there's all these different things you have to think about. So that's why I kind of bring those two in the, into the same. Uh, now I know the business continuity is weighed more. Just because right now, when we look at cybersecurity, people talk more on the business side of it. Then you look at laws, regulations, and compliance. So what are the laws that you need to comply with? What are the laws you need to follow when it comes to cybersecurity? Regulations, especially when, depending on which industry you're in, there's regulations and compliance, um, especially when you're looking at like uh, the financial industry, healthcare, uh, when you're looking at uh, PCI, which is payment card um, the payment card industry, right? So when you're doing that, when you're looking at taking credit card information, right? And, and when you're, if you're, if you're even taking banking information, debit information, right? How are you managing that? And there's, you know, compliance that you have to look after, right? And then you look at investigation and ethics, right? So investigating a situation and, and looking at how you would protect yourself and how you would investigate, uh, prior to the to the maybe an incident or a breach so this is like pen testing uh vulnerability assessments right and looking at the ethics of it 
right? And how is it, you know, you have business ethics and how you would protect yourself doing an ethic way of not, and, and the best way to say this is being responsible to the company, to the people, to your employees, to your own clients, right? Not just brushing off and saying, well, it's not my responsibility. As a business owner, the ethics is back on you and the compliance is back on you. All right, so, uh, so let's talk about the CIA, which you're going to hear a lot of, uh, which is confidentiality, data integrity, and availability. So confidentiality is the concept of measures uh, used to ensure the pro uh, protection of the secrecy of data, objects, or resources. The goal of confidentiality protection is to prevent or minimize unauthorized access to people, places, or things. So I changed that. Um, because it, you, what it refers to a lot of times when you see the definition is the data. The goal of confidentiality protection is to prevent or minimize unauthorized access to data. When it comes to cybersecurity, and a lot of times we don't talk about it, is people, places, or things. Because our cybersecurity now, our systems now look at protecting the data, of course, but also looks at preventing access, right? Access to certain, you know, areas, right? So if we, don't look at the confidentiality in these systems as a whole. What happens is there could be, you know, you know, a back door where you're looking at, yeah, my data is safe because it's on the server, but the doors to get to that server are completely wide open. Well, I can walk out with that server, right? And I'm just using that as a really kind of simple analogy, but that's why we have to look at people, places, or things. So you look at people, you know, look at, you no, know, we just talked about Disney uh, Plus. Right, you've got uh, social engineering. Right, you've got malware that's been sent to, to people. So, you know, they can be compromised. They can be compromised through um, phishing attacks, through so phone call, right, uh, or vishing, right, and through text, right, or simming. I think is as the term where you get voice uh, vishing is voice where they get you over the phone. Right. And then you can get through text where they're sending you links of, Hey, by the way, click on this. You get a discount, whatever that may be. And they can keep sending you this. Well, this is looking at breaching these people or compromising these people. Well, that could breach them. So now the confidentiality of your systems, of your solutions now have been breached. So it's very important to look at people, places and things. Right. So looking at the whole solution, right. And looking at integrity. Integrity is the concept of protecting the reliability and integrity. The integrity protection prevents unauthorized alteration. So you look at the integrity of systems, the integrity of the door, the integrity of the data. Right? And a lot, like I said, a lot of times when you're looking at reading security definitions or cybersecurity definitions, they're talking about integrity of the data. But you got to look at the integrity of your systems, your, your hardware, your software, your environment, your people. Right, because your people, the integrity of them, you know, if they can get compromised, right, and, and start to share information, share you know confidential, secret information, proprietary information, uh, if you run into those problems, now your integrity now is breached, right? If you have a confidential meeting and you write notes and you save that in, you know, some sort of shared drive, but say John Doe walks out and says, you know screw this, I'm upset, I'm going to go to the next company and they're going to pay me more, I'm going to share what I just learned. Now the integrity of that meeting, the integrity of that marketing campaign, the integrity of the data now has been compromised. So that it's not just like cybersecurity in the sense of 
you know, you store data and now that needs to be protected. It's the whole process. And I think we need to talk more about that because this is why policies and procedures are, are written more and more to complement not only the process in the company, but also looking at, you know, security of the company and making sure cybersecurity is, you know, hand in hand with it. Next, you look at availability, which means the authorized, uh, the authorized subjects are granted timely and uninterrupted access. So if you want to get access to something, right, you should have the availability to get access to it. So if I want to log into Disney Plus, I should be able to get access to it. Now, if it's been breached, right, the confidentiality or the integrity of it has now been compromised and I can't get access to it, now it compromised the availability. Maybe it's not up. Maybe it's down. Maybe I can't get access to my my account because my password's been ha- been compromised, and so now I can't log in because the hackers have taken over my complete uh, complete account. So they changed the email address. They changed the password. So now I can't access it at all. All right, and now it's being billed to me, but I can't change that. So the availability of that now has been compromised. And I think it's really important that we look at all these aspects of security, right? And go back through them, personal security, risk uh, management, business continuity or personal continuity, uh, laws, regulations, compliance, investigation, and ethics. And of course, the CIA, confidentiality, data, integrity, and availability. When you put that all together, a high level concept, you really kind of understand the, the principle of cybersecurity. And like I said, this is a high level, you know, 30,000 uh, viewpoint of cybersecurity, looking down at then what needs to be done and then breaking it down from there. And then you've got with, you know, the CISSP breaks down to the eight domains. Uh, you've got, you know, different technologies, you've got software, hardware, you've got uh, compliance, you've got administrative controls, technical controls, just the whole depth of it. And I mean, going through this podcast, we're going to be talking more and more and diving deep into each one. But I really want to hit home that you understand this high level. You understand this high level because then you can start to think about every project that you work on, every discussion that you have when it relates to cybersecurity, you can bring these these principles in to start going, okay, so where does it fit? Is it personal security? Is it risk? You know, what's the risk on this? Is there high risk? Is there low risk? What's the potential? Right? It, you know, is it this business continuity or is it personal continuity or is it both? You know, what's the laws, the, the regulations, compliance? What's, you know, is there needs to be an investigation, you know, pre-investigation? Does it need to be a vulnerability assessment, a penetration test? Does it need to be an audit done? What does that look like? And then what's the ethics? What's the moral ethics, you know, business ethics? What's the personal ethics? What does that mean? Right? And when you bring all that in, you can start to look at, okay, fine. And then you look at, okay, so is this, what, what of the three, areas of like security, CIA, confidentiality, data, integrity, availability, are we making sure that we're covering while we're having this discussion as well? So I know I'm covering a lot right now. I'm kind of giving you a a big download. And I think the reason why that is, is because I'm hearing more and more throughout my conversations is that security, small to medium-sized companies are, are starting to have the conversation, but it's still down the list, right? Down the list of what's the priority. It's their list of 10. It's number 11, right? And I get it and I understand that they have 
marketing, their clients, their manufacturing, their service, you know, and product. They're looking at distribution. They're looking at, you know, their costs. They're looking at, you know, staffing. They're looking at all these different aspects. And then they're trying to think, okay, well, how do we keep secure within our budget to make sure we're still making money? I know it's going to be a cost center, so it's going to cost us money, but how can we do this? And we look at small to medium-sized companies. I'm hearing that conversation more and more. Uh, larger organizations as well as enterprise environment, you're starting to see how important cybersecurity is and you have teams that are doing that and they have consultants and they have, you know, different manufacturers and uh, value added resellers, which we call VARs, contacting them to help them stay educated, to help them stay, you know, in the know of what's going on. Mid-sized companies to smaller companies, they don't have that as much accessibility. They are... For, I'm, and this is what I'm hearing is that they're having to go and hunt, right? They have to go and find the information. What works for us, right? What can we do? And through this podcast, I want to bridge that gap to give information for all levels so that we're ha- having that conversation that we're going out and we're thinking about this day in and day out and we're not missing the key foundations of, you know, why we get into, into business, right? Why we do what we do is to protect our assets Right, so we can be successful, so that we can feel safe and secure, so that we can, you know, build a foundation of abundance. I remember hearing or reading, actually, sorry, no, I was hearing an analogy about building a business, right? And he used it in relation to actual a building, a physical skyscraper building. He said, as skyscrapers are being built, they actually dig one third of the building into the ground equal to or uh, in, in equation to the actual height so a third of the foundation or a third of the building is actually in the foundation under the ground and i think that's very important to use this type of analogy is because when we look at security security should now be part of that foundation it shouldn't be a second thought it shouldn't be an afterthought or something we do later it should be part of the core foundation of our business our business plan our day-to-day conversations our meeting is Always having that just brief conversation is, okay, so what are we doing about security? So we're launching this campaign. We're launching this product. We're doing all this great thing. Okay, is there anything we need to be concerned about security? Have we looked at security? Have we covered all security aspects? Is the code secure? Is the pass, is their login secure? Right. Do we have two factor authentication? You know, all these things, all these discussions, right? Is on a secure, secure server? Is on our cloud solution? Is it secure? Security. Do we have policies? Do we have procedures? Do we have documentation? Do we have terms of service? You know, all these questions need to be asked. And this is part of that core foundation that we set when we're doing our day to day activities and when we're doing our projects, when we're doing our companies, when we're doing our, uh, our products or services. All should be in that conversation now because we're connected to technology and i mean i say this constantly you know when i end my my podcast and my videos is software's hackle being connected is vulnerable well having that in mind so many things we deal with right now is software base right and with that software we're using that to connect a lot of times when you look at social media look at your smartphones your laptops your desktops your smart uh your your tablets you know ipads things like that everything is trying to get us more connected Right. Well, the more connected we are, the potential to be compromised is higher. So I wanted to really talk about that core foundation when it comes to cybersecurity, because I think it's so important to have this conversation really get out there, because the more we 
help each other, the more we educate, the more secure that we're going to be. And then as new technologies, new solutions, new strategies come out, as long as we're still having security front of mind, we're going to be more secure and we're going to keep doing that. So that's it for today's uh, podcast. I'm really excited about you know doing these and, and thank you so much for everyone that's commented on the first couple of episodes and just kind of shared your thoughts. Um, I'm really excited about doing this and getting out, uh, just helping as many people as I can and just providing value. Uh, I've got a lot of exciting uh, podcasts coming up in the future. Uh, I've got a couple interviews that I'm already looking at booking. So uh, you're going to really hear from manufacturers, consultants, and other people just to provide you know different insights of what they're working and what they're doing. So thank you so much for uh, subscribing. Uh, if you haven't already, subscribe to uh, the podcast at dailycyber.ca. And I look forward to uh, seeing you next podcast. And so don't forget, software is hackable, being connected is vulnerable. I'll see you next podcast.